You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican podcast, a Migrito Industries podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper for medicinal, recreation, all your cannabis needs. Make sure you reach out to ghbuds.com to get it all handled and taken care of. With us today, another South Bay legend, somebody from Baja, somebody from Chula, somebody from Third Avenue, bringing all the shine and all the accolades that he's accrued throughout his career here with us. Jose, hasn't you had the food? What's cracking, bro? It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having me. Your reputation precedes you. I've known about you before we've even hung out and done Dang, anything. Algo, algo así. Um, I remember it was about a year ago that we crossed paths and you brought to us an opportunity to collaborate with you. Yeah. To collaborate with you for, at that point, it was a Golden Girls Strawberry Cheesecake Seltzer, bro. And- it was the best thing ever. Tell me that didn't go crazy when people- It was insane. I mean, it, I'm pretty sure it was insane for you. Like, Bro, I didn't know the love affair for Golden Girls was that deep and that solid. You know what? Especificamente aquí en Chula Vista. I had no it, idea. It's everywhere. I mean, you know, RIP, Betty White. Mm. You know how like the reaction from everybody was insane. You know, people love the show. People love Betty White. People loved everything about that show. You know, it was beyond its- Years, way beyond its years. I mean, have you watched an episode? I've watched two or three on accident. Like I would fall asleep watching Little House on the Prairie and then I would wake up and it's like, oh shit, it's Golden Girls. You know, like, ah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, but like the jokes are just on point. Well, yeah, now that I'm older, like, I can go back yeah. and be like, hey, wait, no mamas, they got down. Like yeah, these ladies had timing, right. they had delivery, they had it all. But people like you, people love you, Jose. Oh. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Mr. Baracas, obviously the owner, procurer of mm, cakes here in Chula Vista. Yeah. But aparte eso, deeper. where are you from? How did you get started? Why did you get started? Well, I was actually born in Tijuana. Eso? Representing, right? Um, we moved here when I was six. And I mean, well, going a little bit back, my mom's actually from Santa Monica. My dad's from Mexico City. And then uh, they met. We lived in TJ. We moved up here. I went to Cook Elementary, Hilltop Middle, Hilltop High. Pinchy local boy, yeah, bro. That's as local bro, as it gets to Chula Vista. Like, yeah, it's like one of those... Yeah, I'm not going nowhere. I'm sorry. I'm staying here. But um, but yeah, it and I just loved cooking. My mom was a cake decorator, so that's how like I got my foot into the door. And uh yeah, it's just, I mean, it's crazy how I can't even tell you like everything just like skyrocketed like super quick. Your trajectory took off it was from the get pretty fast. I mean, and I mean, it it was I would, I mean, it took time. I'm not going to lie. Like I started cake decorating when I was like 18 while I was going to culinary school. I was working here at Stanley's and third Avenue. And all of a sudden it just like, I just started doing cakes from home. You know, it's like, Oh, my friend needs a little cake for this. I'm like, right, yeah. like little stuff like that. Even like some people from Stanley's like, Oh, can you make a cake? And I was like, all right, cool. But then it was just one of those things where I was just like, 
I kept on getting pushed to like apply for one of those skate competitions. And I was like, all right. So was, that, was that always an, an allure for you? Did you want to like put your, I, your technique, your passion, your, your, your talent on, on a little pendulum and have people see it? You know what? Yeah. Like it was always like one of those, I mean, you know, like how everybody like fantasizes, like, you know, you're singing in the shower or whatever. You're pretending that you're winning the Oscar. It's like, it was cool because I used to watch like growing up, I used to watch the Food Network Challenge, like one of the back in the day cake competitions. I just thought they were so cool. And I'm like, I've always wanted to do it. But I'm like, eh, I'm like 17. It's not going to happen. You know, it's like these shows are going to be long gone. And they're a phenomenon, bro. They're crazy. They're crazy. They're cra- but I never knew cake decorating was so like in, engulfed in like artistic ability. Wait, un pastelito. Yeah. And then you look at it, you're like, holy shit, how does that happen? Exactly. I just wish that these competitions were a little bit simpler, like back in the day. It's just make a cake, make it awesome. And you have eight hours to do it. Now it's just like, you have to make a cake while there's sharks in this pool that are going to go after like, <laughs> all this like random stuff. Your shoelace is on fire. <laughs> exactly. And it's just, it's, it's like, you know, let the people show off their craft, you know, let them do some work. And little by little, these shows are happening, but there's still like some of those like ridiculous ones that just like, they're just trying to make you, look stressed i mean because i mean we're living in a time where people just love seeing drama oh see i will i will see that but i mean but with me growing up it's like i've always wanted to just see somebody just show off their talent you know because i actually even learned from these shows you know just watching them it's like oh shoot that technique that's really cool and then like you adopt that in your own technique and i mean i just felt like it was very educational for me and but again going back yeah like i mean this that was one of my biggest dreams of competing and there was just a moment where i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna apply and all of a sudden like i I applied in september got a phone call in october got an interview in november in december they told me you're in in january i'm in new york city freaking in new jersey competing it's a busy ass fourth quarter bro (laughs) competing in front of buddy velastro for like a whole like month and a half overwhelming for a a young man from chula vista you know what it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Okay. You know, it's it's one of those things where I was like, oh my God, am I going to get, get stage fright? Am I going to be, am I going to look like a fool? But it was one of those moments where it's like, you really want this, that you just forget that there's cameras in front of you. You forget everything. In Granada, you're focused. Yeah. You know what your task is. You know what the goal is. Yeah. And you just want to do it. Give it all you got. And I mean, obviously didn't win, but, uh, Tell the people what what show this is so we can all follow it. So, yeah. So this was back in 2014. This was Next Great Baker on TLC. I think it's available on Hulu. Mm. I did season four. Okay. With my friend Amy. Being, Homework assignment. I found yeah, this. Yeah. Check it out. Support Hulu. Not sponsored. <laughs> uh, Yet. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So then that was the first one. And, I mean, after that, it was it just flew like I was just doing like all these big fun gigs. I was doing more competitions and I mean, it, it, it's insane. And, but I mean, we all knew that my biggest dream was obviously opening the bakery. And funny enough, the, my biggest dream was opening a bakery here in third Avenue. Cause you got 
your first job, one of your first jobs was here work, first, yeah. working here on Third Avenue at Stanley's. Shout out to Stanley's. They've been yeah. here for decades, bro. Decades. I remember my mom dragging me to Stanley's when I was little and I was like, nah, she's like, I'll buy you a cookie. I'm like, all right. Like, <laughs> my wife drags me that she don't buy me no cookies. Oh, well, I mean, it used to be a bakery. Yeah. It actually used to be on this side of the street. Huge. It, it was like, what was it? Like wedding supplies, cake supplies, party supplies, and then the bakery. It was the one with the cool little oval entrance, you know, the yeah, circular the, I mean, entrance. The oval entrance mm-hmm. is still there, but they painted it. They painted it. It was like this bright orange. On Third Avenue, it's so historic that if you look down on some of the storefronts on the floor, like right when you enter, it'll show you like the old, old ass flooring. So you look down on some of these and it says five and dime, you know, like, and, and it's crazy because you're taking, you're looking at a piece of history from Third Avenue, yeah. you know, you've been here since the get, man. I am today years old. I did not know that. What's up, dog? Every now and then I like to drop some sort of knowledge. Every now and then. Pero el pedo es que tú trabajabas en Stanley's on Third Avenue. Did at any point in that career, did you think, I'm going to open my shop here? Was that ever a goal? I think it's every Chula Vista's goal, you know? 100%. Every dude from, every every kid from Chula Vista grows up saying, ooh, I want to buy the Vogue and I want to turn it into this. If the Vogue ever goes out of business, I want to buy it and I want to do this. Like yeah. everybody I ever talked to is like, oh man, I want to open a business there. I want to open a business there. Oh my God. That, that's exactly like for me, it was always like that because I mean, I w- was always working there. And then when the owner's just like, oh, look, this is vacant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I always envisioned like the bakery there. And then all of a sudden like they take out the rent sign because it's already got leased. Jesus. Like, oh, my dream got Next crashed. Time, yeah. Shit. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I was just like determined for it to happen. And I mean, thankfully, with like the support of the family, it happened, you know? I mean, to be honest, it's, yeah, I owe them. The old adage of uh, sometimes when you lose, you actually win applies to you in these competitions that you win, especially the first Everything. one, bro. Because what people realize, it's uh, don't realize, perdón, is, oh, he didn't win, it's over. Nothing's going to come of it. Those connections that you made, just networking and just kind of like taking that experience. Like you said, you got a lot of opportunities came your way even after. You may not have won that tournament, that contest, but the experience that you gain, the knowledge, just the connections, you procured all that into ultimately parlaying it into opening your business. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it, it was one of the the funny jokes. I I always used to tell people, I'm always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it was just, I, I probably did... Six competitions overall. Yeah, lost like the first four, and then yeah, the, the then the last two was, was like victory and victory, and then yep. the one I was like, you know what? Let's just open the bakery right now. Let's do it. Ahorita que está caliente el pedo. Like right, your your stock was high. Oh my god, and that's and that's how I found out. Glasses, our tasting room manager here, he he's the one who set it up. He's like, hey man, this dude's gonna open up his bakery here. A little background, he does this, he's done that. Yeah. He's got a lot of like a lot of support, a lot of people yeah. behind him. A lot of people really want him to open his bakery here, and it's gonna happen. Let's link up and do this. He's giving us three punk the opportunity to work with him. I was like, boom, oh, let's get on. it. You guys were awesome, I, bro. When it comes to stuff like this, yeah. we, we're we're deers in headlights. You know, a lot of the things that we've done has just been like you know dumb luck we just kind of trip and you know the harder you work the more things you do opportunities arise oh. you know all of these competitions that you involved you may not maybe didn't win all of them yeah. but then when the victories came it's like oh it's probably because i lost those couple of times yeah. it was, you know before that kind of led me to this i always had a my time will come and yeah it, and you have to i mean for me you have to like i will tell everybody it's like your time will come it's like and when people are like oh it's never gonna happen it's like if you're already gonna accept that cool but if you just say your time will come and just go with the flow, it's going to happen. 
And that's what I tell everybody. And nobody, and I mean, for the most part, people are just like, eh, whatever, they brush, brush it off. But I'm like, for me, it's like, I'm going to stick to that mentality. It's worked for me. So I'm just going to like keep doing it. I mean, you're going to be your own worst critic already Absolutely. from the get, yeah. you know, and whatever you do is like, I know, and for me, it's always been like, you know what? I'm currently not good at this. I currently struggle at that. But somewhere along the line, I flipped the switch and said, okay, you know what? Tal vez way no, but it will happen. Like, exactly. especially opening the brewery, man. Opening, you know, yeah. opening, opening a business it's on Third Avenue is hard. It opening sucks. a business in Chula Vista is hard. Opening a business in general is fucking difficult. So the, if you are going to already be kind of going against yourself and, and rooting against and kind of giving that negative yeah. energy out, it's going to just make it that much harder. You know, at some point you just got to rely on your support system, which it sounds like you have a lot. Oh my God. It's insane. Who's involved right now with your company? Right. Well, mostly involved. It's my sister-in-law, Stevie Bolin Barajas, and then my brother, Miguel. So they partnered up. So they're actually co-owners of the bakery, but in reality, it's just like the entire family. Like my mom's there every morning making ca cafe de olla. Ciao. Yeah, she gets her five, gets her cinnamon sticks, the piloncillo, gets everything. Like, I mean, she makes it just like that. That's She's a like, beautiful oh, thing, exactly. bro. That is a fucking beautiful thing. Exactly. I mean, she wanted to bust out the, the, the clay pot, but I'm like, I don't, think that, compa. I, don't think, I don't think the health department is going to be okay with it. They ain't got to know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right? So That's but, authentic cafe de olla. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, I mean it's great. I mean, people love it. And then, you know, you have like my dad, like always doing like the handiwork at, at the bakery. Then when it gets busy, you know, I have my sister, I have my sister-in-law, my brother. And then uh, my niece is like, my niece is my savior. She's, she basically is me. Like uh -huh. she organizes my calendar. She organ like, I don't even talk to people anymore. She'll get the cake orders. I just look at the calendar that day. It's, I have to make this cake. All right, cool. Let's do it. I mean, it's just, it's so crazy how busy it's gotten where it's just like. It takes a village, somebody. bro. Yeah, exactly. It takes a village. And it was, and that's one of the things too. It was like hard to learn to let go because it was just me by myself yeah. like at home and stuff like that. And now it's just like, I have to rely with employees, yeah. like a whole team, you know? So it's, I don't a even like struggle, it's a daily struggle, Jose. It's a daily struggle, bro. Yeah. And I mean, and I'm there, I wake up at 2 a.m. I'm there at three. I get my stuff done. Then my sister-in-law get, gets there. I do my 12 hours. I take a hike. She does her 12 hours. So it's it, it, it does take a village because, you know, it, like even like with admin or stuff like that. And there's even times where I was like, I didn't even do like nothing. I didn't even bake anything. I was just doing inventory yeah. or answering to other like emails or like people that like, they're still doing like little articles about like the bakery and stuff like that. And it's just like, dang. Now imagine if you didn't have that family support, that would be, Honestly, it would be ridiculous, it man. It wouldn't have happened. No, you, was know? No, you, you have know? to have the support, you know, but most importantly too, it's like, you can't compare yourself to other people's success. And that's one of the things why people beat themselves up and yep. then they give up. It's like, don't pay attention. Even on Instagram, like where like, I hear people say, wow, this person has a nice life. It's like, uh, they're giving, they're giving you the highlights playboy. Yeah. They're, they're giving you the, the, exactly. the shiny stuff. Like, they're not giving you the that. grimy like, stuff. Do you, you know, yeah. it's one of those things where it's just like, you just like, people just have to do that. Like, stop. Like, don't look at other people's success. Don't be like, well, this person did it at 20 and I'm like 30. I mean, mm -hmm. Crying out loud, I'm freaking 35. What? Ya está rucón, bro. Aliviándote. You know, I'm already looking into Botox. So, Eso, eh, whatever that. it takes. Um, what I was going to tell you is we have the Mexican dad, like business owners, you know, the Mexican dad. Yeah. 
they wear the same hat everywhere. Nah. My pops is the same guy. Nah. He must be related to your dad because my dad is, he was in here earlier picking up like a CO2 tanks, something we require when we're making beer. He's here fixing anything in the bathroom. Like, oh, nah. la garradera no funciona. Que hay un lica que ya. And he, nah. he's always like texting me up as well. Mijo, tienes que hacer eso. Yeah. I'm like, hey, relax. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Do it. People, <laughs> you hardly ever see him. Oh, no. You don't see the bads. He, he, he doesn't like mm. the big crowds. Mm. So I even think on, in grand opening, I just did the ribbon cutting and then he just like disappeared. Maybe yet. Maybe your dad is yet to grow into that role. Because my, my dad was just like that. Maybe. No, no, mijo. Yo, yo, yo go temprano. No, este cuate, bro. Right now, like, yeah. hey, mijo, ¿quién está en la cervecería? Who's at the brewery? I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. Da, da. Okay, I'm going to go over there. And he yeah. gets And then, like, the people who work here, like our staff, are, they just start sending me pictures. Hey, your dad's here. Boom, boom, boom. Post this, post this. I'm like, Chivato Secreto, mayor of Third Avenue exactly. now, bro. Dang. <laughs> so watch That's out. That's something that I'm looking for. Because your daddy's going to do the same Dang. thing. That's what my mom's already doing that. Yeah. <laughs> she's already walking around fucking, like, gloating and stuff. I mean, she's a problem. And I love her. You know, what has been the reception opening in cakes here on third Avenue? It's been great. I mean, the support has been great. I, it, it, it was really, really scary for us, for me, mostly too. It's because, I mean, we opened, we're in the pandemic, mm -hmm. you know, and it was just really, really rough. And, you know, and lately, you know, people have been a little aggressive lately. You noticed it. Like people just like, but what are you so, talking about? Yeah. You know? And I was just like, Oh my God. But thankfully, like I've been getting nothing but love. We've been getting Good. nothing but love. Very nice. And it's been really, really great. And I mean, I love it. As far as I know, people love you, bro. Yeah. People I mean, have nothing but really, great things really to say great. about you and your operation no, and your brand and your story and everything you've done. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, but it, yeah, it, it's been really, really great. And it's just like, you know, as an owner, you get lost in your thoughts. You're like, what if it fails? It's like, you know, you have all these people that are depending on you now. You know, they need to go home with a paycheck. Yeah, they have scary, kids bro. to feed. And hey, that's it's like, scary. And I'm just there awake at midnight. And I'm like, I was supposed to be in bed at seven because I have to get up like in two, two hours. hours. <laughs> and it's an ongoing struggle. So that's why I kind of like keeping busy because then like when I just stop and I think and it's like, what else do I, I mean, I think for me, that's fun. Like what else can I do? That's cool. What else can like people look forward to? And I mean, that's like how the, the events, events the events, the collaboration, exactly. the theme parties, yeah. everything you do is on point, man. And it's been, yeah, it's been great. And even like with like the, the pastries, like the Danishes, like we've been starting to do like a lot of the savory stuff and it's just like, people are just digging it. You know, I mean, we do, one of the cool parts that I'm like really proud of with the bakery is that we do everything from scratch there. I mean, even the Danish dough. I mean, we, we have the dough maker, we have the dough sheeter, we do everything. We laminate our dough. How common is that? Is that, is, is that a, an irregularity it's, in owning a, a bakery or? It's quite uncommon for ah, okay, a lot of Okay, okay, okay. Even from the cakes, a lot of people still do mix, which is surprising. I mean- I'm not knocking it. Whatever floats people's boat, like that's cool. Calmado, bro. People like you right now. Let's not go oh, knock it, <laughs> I, right? <laughs> but um, but I mean, we do everything from scratch. Even like our our fillings, you know. Sometimes it's a lot more convenient because a lot of people don't want to take time in doing it, or it's they feel like it's expensive. But you can taste the difference, you know. Especially with like the like let's say like the the fruit fillings, you know. They're a lot sweeter when you buy it in like the buckets and stuff. They have like the preservatives. Mm. With us, it's just like the berries or whatever fruit, sugar, zest, lemon, water, a little bit of cornstarch, boom, bam, done. You know, the proof is in the pudding. Exactly. And people can taste the difference. You really can. And I mean, I, I, I take pride in that the team makes 
good quality uh, like pastries, you know, and it's it's like something that like I appreciate that people are loving and stuff. And it's really great. And I just want it. Like you said, it's very uncommon for a bakery to do that. Like even hotels, a lot of people like they'll buy their puff pastry. They'll buy their dough already made because it's a lot more convenient or they don't have the space to do it. You know, I mean, I made sure we made sure that we had like the dough sheeter space. We had, I mean, we worked with the muds. The ones <laughs> oh man, yeah, design. you know the muds. I mean, they're great. element design build. Yeah, Bru- two that. businesses brought to you by the Mud Family, Amy and Rob. Not la rifan, bro. No, Attention great. to detail. You know, to like and, and the devil is in the detail when you're building out a, a, a location. Right. You know, it's like you can come in and say, "I want this, I want that, I want that." And it's like, no, 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 take it easy. That's not functional. That's not operational. Yeah. This makes sense. Do it like this. And what I love about them is just that they were like. What do you want us to do? Like they're there for you. Mm-hmm. Like they're not there to like make the money or whatever. Like they're genuinely they're invested free. in your project. Yeah, and you know me, they're invested in the things that they are a part of. And then they're still always there. I mean, Amy comes like at least like once a week, and she's mm-hmm. just like, "Hey, what's going on?" You That's know? awesome. Like she, That's she, awesome. I mean, yeah, it's great. But um, it it like I don't know. I can't. I I can honestly say that I'm really lucky. I take comfort in, in when I talk to uh, other business owners that they share the same dramas, concerns, and just nerve wracking ideas and thoughts that I have. Yeah. So as soon as I started sitting down with people like here and doing the podcast and just kind of picking their brain and getting to know what they're all about, I'm like, fuck, no estoy solo. Like I'm, I'm not a weenie. Like everything that I'm thinking about staying in bed, looking at the ceiling. Oh my God, if this doesn't happen, oh, we got to make payroll. Oh, Kevin and I got to get together. He's got to make these beers. So making, you know, we got to meet this deadline. We got to do this. Oh, we've got collaborations. We got to make sure that we're putting our best foot forward. Uh, you can get lost in the jungle of ideas, thoughts, and just like everything. There's so much going Definitely on, bro. Can. There's so much. It's not just you being the face. It's not just you yeah. producing, operating. It's back office. It's payroll. It's uh, dealing with new mandates. Okay, what do we have to do now that's different than then? You know, it's, it's how have you dealt with that? I mean, like I said, thankfully, Stevie, she works front of the house, but she's also doing the admin. She's does the payroll, like, you know, we, and then, you know, stuff like Square, like they make life easier, but like for the most part. You like Square? I love Square. Okay, perfect. All right, all right. I mean, that's, again, not sponsored, but. Yet. They do a lot of stuff, you know, and it's it's very convenient. But like I said, like, you know, like my sister-in-law, she does a lot of stuff. My brother, he, I mean, my brother, he's there. And he actually, like, whenever we're in the bind, it's like, yo, like, go get us something. Go do this. And he'll also, like, help out with, like, little maintenance things here and there and stuff like that, which is great. And, but, like. You know, it's a team, you know, and it's, they allow you to be you, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like the Stevie is like, do your front of the house thing. You got this, do your thing, makes your fun coffees or delicious and all that stuff. And then I'll stay in the back and then I'll, I'll do my thing. You're grinding, you're getting exactly. it done. You're making sure orders are being met. You're making exactly. sure the quality is where it is. Cause exactly. ultimately, tú eres el estrellita. yeah, you know, you, yeah. You, the price, the pressure's on me with everything, even, even though. I'm not doing all this stuff. I even tell like uh, the team, I'm like, yo, if you guys screw this up, like that's cool for you. The shit's going to go to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like people are just going to be like, oh, Jose, you fucked up. It's like, I didn't even know that I made that. Mm. So it's just one of those things where it's, it's, it's a lot of added pressure, but also it's just like, yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know. Like for me, it's just one of those things where it's just like, I always have a mentality that everything's going to be okay. It is. Good. I mean, 
what am I complaining about? You know, I'm complaining about a business. Like who can say that they're complaining? Like, you know, who can say that they're a business owner? You know, and you got to take a step back every now and then this goes for me. And then I, cause I do it all the time. I take a step back and yeah. I take perspective. What am I really complaining about? Yeah. Okay. It's just fucking beer, you know, yeah. or, or it's just a cocktail yeah. or it's just, this is just, just take a step back. And it's like, all right, cool. The beer's not ready today. It'll be ready tomorrow. Okay, we're not going to do this today. We'll do the release tomorrow. We didn't get the merch on time. No problem. Oh, this band or this for the event canceled. Okay, we'll do it later. Ultimately, it doesn't matter, you know? Exactly. You know, it's, yeah, exactly. You know, my mom and dad are alive. Yeah. We have a roof over our heads where none of us have gotten hit with the shit that's happening right now with like COVID and stuff like that. You know, we're all okay. And I mean, I get it. I'm not going to satisfy everybody. That was never the game plan. It'd be rad. Never read the comments. Uh, exactly. Never read the I reviews. Never read the comments. I never read the reviews. But then it's the, like, it, for example, I went to a restaurant here. And then they were like, oh, some people that were just like, oh, how is it? Because I just read the reviews. It really, to the point where like, I just had to post and be like, you know what? Come, come in and experience it for yourself. I saw that you, you're pretty adamant about like the reviews. It, Cause we it, were kind of chatting about that last week when yeah, we chat and we're talking. It's just, you know, and it really brings these doing this for years, you know, even like I've met a lot of beginning cake decorators and it just broke my heart. How like, they were just like, no, I'm going to stop cake decorating because this, 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 and this happened. It's like, it's going to happen. It's happened to me. This is how you're going to learn, you know? And also it's just like, don't pay attention to what other people are saying. You know, sometimes they're just doing it because they're just freaking jealous or something like that. You're never going to get criticized by somebody doing more than you. Exactly. And it's just like, you know what? Just keep doing you. And that's one of the things too. And it's just, it, again, when I was at the restaurant, it just brought to my attention. It's like, you, and it was more of a message to a lot of, to the, of the customers. It's like, you guys got to stop. You know, it's just one of those things where it's just like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. People are short staffed, crazy short staffed. Yeah. You know, I even went uh, yesterday, I went to, uh, I think it was Juniper and Ivy. And they were even like apologizing because they were short staffed. I was like, dude, don't even trip. You're not unique. I'm not unique to the situation. You know I mean? Our bars and brewery have been hit by people having COVID yeah. and we've got to shuffle a deck and bring in new people. Sometimes they're not ready to be brought in. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're not, they don't have the experience or the background to handle People come in and ask for beer. When it gets busy, it gets busy. You know, you you yeah. operate on the same block. You know, your your yeah. storefront gets. People demand a certain level every time. Yeah, but right to now, train them is yeah. so hard, and it's difficult right now. Yeah. It, we, we you open during the pandemic. Yeah, bro, I, it's exactly. hard enough opening a business in general. We were supposed to open in June of 2020. Go ahead. We opened in September of 2021. Like. What was your normal build out like uh, plan and, 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 and all, all of the, uh, the estimates on opening and how it was going to be? God, it probably went up from the estimate. We probably went over like a hundred thousand. Here's the thing that I've learned <laughs> and then I'm never going to do again. If I decide to open any other business no. one, never promote when your planned opening date is because oh you're going to fucking miss that date already. Just take oh, that date and 100%. just put it aside. Yeah. It's not going to be. Yeah. You can budget number two. You can budget for whatever amount you think this project is going to cost. Yeah. The smart and safe thing to do is to double it and be like, okay, there it is. You know? So one, Girl, I never put that shit out. Never put, I know how, I know how exciting and enticing it is to take a picture uh, of your idea for a storefront and everything and then slap 
boom, coming summer of 2022. Oh my Bro, God. I put coming summer of uh, 20, I think it was, no, fall of 2017. We're opening. We didn't open until August of 2018. And I was like, it was, it was just bad. It, it was just bad. Was I the point, opened the 17th. My bad. It was to the point where my brother, he even put a sign like, psych, we really meant 2021. Yeah, I read that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Was like that. And anytime like, I would drive by your storefront, I was like, damn, yeah, yeah. They, they got hit by it. <laughs> even every week, like it was one like those things like, when are you opening? When are you opening? And <laughs> I remember there was one time I just put somebody, somebody's like, it's just going to happen. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's it. Like it was just like to respond to everybody. Even it was just like, just hang tight. It's happening. You know, and to the point where you feel like an asshole for answering the same question. That. <laughs> to the point where, like, I felt guilty yeah. that I didn't give it to them. Yet. When are like, you opening the brewery? When you have a beer in your hand and you're yeah. sitting in here, that's when we're I'm open. Like, I'm sorry. It's going to yeah. happen. It's yeah. Just, but it's, it, Double-edged sword. Cause people are one, very anxious and excited to have you on the block and, I'm and they're looking and forward to it. it you, know? you know, I guess the, the, the other side of that coin is like, no, no one's asking you a damn thing about your business. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, look, a bakery is opening. Yeah. You know, I, that would be the worst feeling. I do wish that we educated ourselves a little bit better going in to this, you know, because it was just as like, business owners, as business. Okay. Owners. Okay. Just, just to realize how many permits we had to go Reality through, you know? <laughs> versus expectations, <laughs> like, you know? I, it's just, uh, yeah, it was, I, yeah, it was crazy. Who held your guys' hand here in the city to get you through and navigate oh my through God. opening the, the business process? Uh, like ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know, and I asked not to, not to put anybody on the spot or anything. I'm, I t I've sat down post opening our brewery. And sat down with uh, city managers and planners and whatever, and let let them know said, "Hey, like we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Yeah, you know, we were one of only two breweries opening up on Third Avenue. There was no blueprint. Yeah. You know, there there was no like, this is A, this is Z, yeah. this is how you get from A to Z. Now yeah, now eso. There was multiple trips of us getting a permit. Oh, we need this permit if we're gonna do this. Okay, boom, fill it out, take it back. Oh no, you're gonna need this permit too in order to do that. Boom, okay. boom, boom, boom. That's what. Yeah, that was one of the things that was like a, a headache. And I mean, there was also some times where it was just like, I mean, not knocking down the city, but some people was like, what the hell are you doing in that position? Like you, you're not even supposed to be there. Ladies and gentlemen, the views expressed by Jose Oof. of Mcakes do not represent Three Punk Ales or Emo Brown, <laughs> the saddest Mexican <laughs> podcast. No, but it's true, man. I, there it's was times true. where I felt lost. I was like, this is never going to happen. Yeah. We're never going to open this business because I don't know what the fuck is expected exactly. of us. Exactly. And then there were some people, it's just like, mm, they're asking for it, you know, and some other non-city, other elements. Yes. <laughs> that is just like one of, like, if you're so unhappy in your position, why, why, yeah. why are you there? Well, let me tell you, uh, for us, Scott Donaghy was heaven sent and he helped us and he got us from A to Z. Ooh. Yeah, ese compita se la rifó. He, he, yeah. He's a legit, he legit. I mean, there, I, I, there's, like I said, with me, I didn't really get that much into it. Like I said, they, my brother, my sister-in-law, they were more doing like the dirty work, getting their hands dirty. And it is dirty. There's so, so much paperwork, so much yeah. bureaucracy and, and cutting through tape to, to make sure that every, the I's are dotted yeah. and the T's are crossed. So, I mean, they have more of the, of the knowledge of who they have their list of the people that they, that they're thankful for. But it's just like, there was times where I hear about that person that I, and I was like, okay, let me send this email. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was just like, but it, like I said, it was just so much stuff and so much money. And then, and then throwing a pandemic that no one's ever experienced in pandemic, our lifetime. You know, I mean, there was even like one point where it's like they had a quarantine the paperwork before they even looked at it. And it's like, oh, okay, I remember. So let's add some I more remember. stuff. Yeah. We literally signed, submitted our first paperwork the week before they, everything got shut down. Oh. And that's- Was that a good thing or was that a bad thing? It was a bad thing. Okay. We literally just signed everything, you know, and we had like the lease already going on. We How did that everything. go? Were you guys on the hook from day one or did you have an understanding landlord? We, okay. We were on the hook since day one, but you know what? The landlord is amazing. Nice. You know- she understood what was going on and she was just like, you know, we'll arrange stuff and all. And I mean, I honestly can say that I love our landlord, you know, you know it's a really fabulous lady. I mean, the Smizers shout out, um, really great. And I mean, I can't, there's, I mean, for me, I can't say anything bad. And honestly, like I, I think it's great. And so I mean, we, we're at a great location too. Bro, third and F? Hello. Third and F. Que mas way? Like you guys are there, you know? Anywhere on Third Avenue, real talk. And I'm not uh, yeah, I'm not no. shitting on any specific areas on Third Avenue, but anywhere on Third Avenue, it's from like E all the way down to G on the Terminal La Bella. Yeah. It's a great location. Yeah. You should you're already like a leg up on any other area in Chula Vista in the city. Exactly. It's like you are in a hustling and bustling part of a up and coming community. I've been here for a long time. You know, I've been here for a long time in Chula Vista. Yeah. So I've been pretty much all of my life I've been here in Chula Vista, like yeah. since I was a little little motherfucker. Yeah. And then people have always asked me, like, oh, why don't you open a use like I'm like I'm not from East Lake. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know what goes on over there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we live now right there by like the LA Fitness and all that stuff. I don't think you have the fun. Oh, you know, but still like, it's like, for me, that area is just designed for like franchises for like the big mm -hmm. box. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel you. It, Makes sense. There's always a small business that's there and they close down almost right away. It's too expensive. Straight up. Yeah. Like I think the rent over there is probably like three times as much as what we would have been paying. You're not lying. No. You're right. not lying. I've looked into yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Like, okay, thank you. Never mind. Like, bye. You're from Hilltop. You, you went to Hilltop. Yeah. Why would you want to open over there? You know? I I, I feel like you were made for this here on, oh on 3rd Avenue. I mean, I freaking grew up. I worked here for 18 years before the bakery happened. So yeah. you're telling me opening a bakery is not just making cakes. We got to do other stuff and, 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 and worry about all these things that were out of our control. And, and exactly. Imagina te bro. And you still make it work. And still make it work. And I still had to look pretty for everybody. How was the opening weekend? It was insane. I was terrified out of my mind. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I was really scared. I just wanted to. More scared stuff. doing TV shows? More scared opening your own oh, business? opening a business. Yeah. You know, like I said, you have this pressure. It's like there's people that have quit their jobs to work for you. Yeah. And it's like, now you're, not only are you going in on this, you're spearheading it. It's exciting and it's fucking just nerve wracking yeah. at the same time. Like, and, what am I doing? But, and then it's like, I try to get back to my mentality that everything's going to be okay. But then in your head, you just bounce right back. And don't, fuck like, up, yeah. don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, don't fuck up. And it, 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 it I was like, so scared, but like grand opening, it was amazing. I mean, the line was all the way to what was once Fuddruckers, mm -hmm. which is Town. 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 Fun place. But 
it was uh, uh, the line was so long and it was just unreal to see that and all there for you oh my god it, and your pastries and your cakes crazy. and your mom's cafe de olla what and your dad's handiwork and exactly. stevie's front of house expertise yeah and your brother's like when you know yeah. ready to do whatever it takes to make exactly. it happen exactly and it but it was it was funny throughout the whole time like my brother and and my sister-in-law were just like has he had his moment yet has he had his moment yet because they just wanted me just to break down and realize it. And to be honest, like, I don't even know if I've had my moment yet. You know, it's been the so aha busy. moment. Yeah. yeah. It's been so busy that it's like, I haven't even had the aha moment. And even like when I could walk around with like people like yourself or other businesses, I'm like, wow, they own that business. It's like, wait a second. I own a business. Yeah, too. bro. But it doesn't hit you. And nope. I mean, it hasn't hit me. Has it hit you? Finally. Yeah. Cause I took a step back. Okay. You know, I, I, we suffer from the same shit, bro. You and me, <laughs> everything that you were saying that you, you, you deal with and that bothers you and it, it just takes yeah. over your mind and your time takes over mine. Yeah. I work myself so hard for pretty much all day that when I get home I, and I'm going to go lay down and go to sleep, I go to sleep. Yeah. I don't give myself enough energy to sit on that pillow and, and think about, okay, tomorrow I need to do this. Yeah. Today I did this. We got to do that. Obviously, there's times throughout the day where you can allocate certain time and make it happen. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, I told wifey and I've told this story many times before. It's like when I first started, I said, hey, give me five years. Give me five years to build this brand yeah. and to make it work. And then, you know, I'll take a step back and put somebody else in play to help me. You know, people always say, oh man, you know, he, he doesn't delegate. He likes it. It's not even that that is just, I know what it takes to make this work. Yeah. I believe that I am, you know, if I'm in control, I ain't going to fuck it up. Yeah. But now I've learned like, okay, you know what? El Compita Glasses is very capable of taking the reins and operating the tasting room and being the face. Yeah. The last thing I wanted to do ever was to be the face of this. And like for the beginning, Kevin and myself, my part, we were the faces. Like, all right, he makes the beer. I promote the beer. We operate the business. Da, 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 da. So, and it was what it was and it served its purpose. But now it's like, okay, I want to do more behind the scenes. I want to work on killer collabs, you know, like with you, you know, yeah. you know, like killer collabs with you and other people in the community, killer collabs with uh, Fool's Gone Wild that just came yeah. out and we're going to do that killer collab. Things like that, that's what I want to do. I want to make sure I'm behind the scenes, making sure we're, we're doing new new and adventurous shit, you know, yeah. kind of dangerous. Like, oh, what are they doing? Is, yeah. what is Risk versus reward. That's where I excel, you know, like the business development. I didn't want to be the face in the forefront and always being like doing the interviews. Yeah. That was not me, yeah. but it had to be. We have to wear different hats. You know, I'm pretty sure you're in your business. You didn't want to do certain things, but you, you had to step up to the plate and be like, okay, I'm the business owner. I'm the face. I got to do this right now. Hopefully in a few years, I don't have to do this anymore. Exactly. But I mean, I'm probably not even in that level of learning how to let go because I mean, I love Shit, it. I'm five years in, I'm barely learning. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I, even with like the packaging of things, it's like, even like for the pop-ups, like, no, it has to look like this. It has mm -hmm. to look like that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, I guess this is also like with us throwing parties at home, you know, it's like, you want it to be like super cool. And I, and I for me, it's just like, I just, just I'm everywhere. And I was everywhere by myself, you know, since I was 18 doing cakes. I mean, it was just me, myself in the kitchen, you know? Yeah, the family supported. They helped like with packaging and all that stuff. But it was always me by myself, even with like the Therapeutic team. even. Yeah. But now even with a team, it's like I have a team. I can walk away for a little bit, but I, I, I just, I'm not even in that level of learning how to let go. I'm still there. Like I, I, I just, I don't know. I, 
It took you what five years? Yeah. Well, I have an inner, an inner circle of friends, you know. It'll and probably, my, it'll, it'll probably take me like ten years. But I don't doubt it. And, and and my family, and then like uh, I'll play my wifey like a little clip of like the Scarface uh, scene in Scarface, and he's in the fucking jacuzzi, he has a cigar in his mouth, and he's like, "Who do I trust? Me? That's who? Who put this thing together? Me?" So it's like I play her that. It's like I feel like that sometimes. Like yeah. I I don't want to let go of all of the things. Yeah. Because I I trust myself to do it. You know, people are always like, hey, let me do your social media. Let me do that. Nail, papa. I've seen too many people like hand over their business social medias and fuck it up. And it just, it's like, oh, half the time you're just like trying to clean it up exactly. and, and make it better. Or like, hey man, let me, let me do the tasting room. Let me operate it. Let me do the staff. And I, was like, ah, and I didn't want to do that. Just this year during the pandemic, I said, glasses, Yahweh. I can't, bro. This is too much for How me. How did it feel? Horrible. You know, there's days where I regret it and not yeah. because glasses, glasses is killing it. Yeah. You know, wow. not because of glasses and, and on what he's capable or not capable of doing it. Just because of me, it's like, fuck, I, I created that thing and now I'm letting it go. No, you know, it, right. it just feels like I'm raising a child and say, okay, yeah, yeah. it's all on you. You know, it's like, I, that, yeah. and I have three little boys. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to work yeah. as we're raising these little boys and, and, and setting them off into the world. It's the same way here. You know, we have the bar, the Elwood. I'm not that handsy there. Like I, I know my partner, Matt, he, he, he takes care of it. He has more experience um, being hands-on with a bar, yeah. you know, like operating a bar. He has a Manhattan. So when we opened the Elwood, it was like, okay, you know what, bro? I'm in with you. Let's do this. We did, and but he's more handsy there. He yeah. takes care of it. So we brought somebody in there, Cece. She does that now. So we both kind of, we know we don't have faces made for TV. We have faces made for broadcasting, bro. You know, <laughs> you know, you don't see us. So we, I know my strengths. I know that my biggest strength is knowing that I can't do everything now. My biggest strength is knowing I got to find somebody who can do what I can do. And hopefully they do it fucking better, but they better That's at least, one they the things, better at yeah. least do it as same as I can. Exactly. That's one of the things, even with the team, I was just like, I want you guys to like surpass me to the point where like I can walk away mm -hmm. and do more behind other the stuff gigs, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, build the brand. Exactly. And, and it, it helps, you know, I mean, I, I love being doing in front of the camera, behind the camera and all that stuff. And it's just, I want to go back, but I'm here right now focusing on the bakery and the team is great. I love the team that I have in the back. I've been, I got really lucky with this team. You've mentioned behind the camera. What's your what's your experience working behind the camera through these uh, Food Network shows, programs, TLC? How did how did that come about? So at the beginning of the pandemic, my friend Monica and uh, she actually works in culinary production, working on Nailed It. And then she was like, "Hey, I'm going to do Sugar Rush. Uh, that's another Netflix show." She's like, "We need somebody to help out with vetting the com the competitors." So she's like, do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So then started doing that, um, which is actually really cool because, like I said, you get to appreciate all the hard work that it takes to make a show. The money, the amount of money, the amount. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of waste. in food. Yeah. A lot. But it's just boggles my mind how much work, how many people it takes just to make a half hour show because <laughs> we as consumers are just people at home. We just see that 30 minutes. You see, it's like, Oh minutes. cool. That was awesome. That, yeah. must, that must be so fun to work on, yeah. on camera. Like, little do you know, like the, those poor competitors, they've been there for 12 hours. You know, the host has been there since from 6am and we're like leaving at 10 PM. And you better be chipper. Yeah. And they have to be chipper the whole time. Yeah. It's like my eyes would have been like drooping, you know, but it, yeah. So it, it it's just so crazy 
how much work. And I mean, I loved it. If there were like 12 hour days, it was really stressful. I mean, for like sugar rush, it was just like for the competitors, I had to make sure that they had like their structure just in case they advanced to like the third round. So almost every day I probably did like 20 trips to Lowe's just to get all their pieces and make sure that everything was right. And I had to screen them because a lot of these people that apply have a zero baking experience and you have to like make sure. In serio? That, oh my God. There's been like a lot of incidents where like the people just applied and they used a fake profile and all that. No matches, bro. The people you have to like screen them now. They got their card pulled immediately oh, when they were exactly. on stage. Okay, now make like me that. this Danish con esta madre. And they're like, oh, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. It still happens all the time. But uh, yeah, I probably worked on like five shows behind the cameras, which is really fun because I mean, the last one I did was uh, uh, baking it. Which, uh, which just came out on uh, Peacock, I think. Damn, so you are on all the networks, bro. You've I, already dropped Hulu. You've dropped TLC. You know, Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. Now you dropped fucking Food Network. And now you're Peacock. Yeah, Carmelo champion. Dude. Yeah, and I mean. Do you ever take a step back great. and look at that and be like, you know fuck, what? I'm doing all of this. Sometimes like I stop, like I did it once. And yeah. I'm like, shit, like that's pretty impressive. Like, good job. Like, you know, but it. And then it's like back to reality. My super, my sister. Payroll, like, fucking my, a. My sister's like, oh, stupid. Why do you do that? There's no more Danishes, <laughs> yeah, Exactly. It's like, eh, When you're that. done feeling yourself, come back to reality. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think, I mean, the family always brings you back down. So. Oh, they have I mean, a no, way. they love you, you know? In that but loving they make way. Sure it's like, yo, like. Oh, yeah. My, my sister's the same way. Family. My mom plays a big role here. My mom does all of like our bookkeeping and accounting. So, you oh, know, she, awesome. she. I, we wouldn't be able to do this. Kevin and myself are very fortunate that we're allowed to do what we need to do, what we excel yeah. out. And everybody around us, like my dad does his thing. My mom does her thing, you know, and then we have other people that do their thing, you know, our yeah. fucking staff and then, you know, whatever, and glasses and does he, without that structure, without that fucking safety net, I'm not as ballsy. I'm not as adventurous exactly. in taking those risks. Yeah, no, exactly. Because there's a, like, there's a lot to do for the business. And like I said, thankfully I have, my brother. Do you think other businesses operate that way? They have to. It's yeah. It's impossible for, I mean, it's, it's, it's impossible. Maybe we're just lucky, dude. Maybe since we're Mexican, we have that Mexican background, that cultural thing. That's they're true. just all hands on deck, you know, oh, un negocio, la que darle gas, you know? I know. Maybe, maybe we're, we're very like, you know, blind to how fortunate we are in the situations we're in. A thousand percent fortunate. I mean, yeah. I cannot, I mean, count my blessings every day. You know, it's, it's, it, it's, Crazy, like my and it's funny. My dad's like, you must have done something like really good in your previous life or something like that. Like I don't know, like what? And I am. It's true. It's like I sometimes I think about it. It's like how, how the hell am I lucky when there's somebody that's just as equally or if not more talented than me is somewhere else down on their luck, you know? And it's one of those things. My friend, I, that's called imposter syndrome. And it's a big thing. And I, I didn't know it even existed about a year, year and a half ago. But during the pandemic, I, I looked into it and I was like, why do I feel like this? It a, it's a fucking thing, bro. Yeah. You know, like everything, you, everything you've done in your past has led up to this moment, yeah. whether it's networking, uh, whether it's cutting your teeth, like you said, you, you, you've worked at Yokozuna, you know, we we're talking earlier, yeah. you know, all of those things, you put it in a bowl, you mix it up. And that cake that came out of the oven mm -hmm. is the one you're enjoying right now. Yeah. You know, so I mean- it's it's a hard thing when you're you're the one yeah. standing there and like how the fuck am I the guy that's you know running these things or I'm the face or or I'm behind the cameras kind of cultivating the next chapter of of TV food stars yeah. you know 
You've earned it, dog. It's crazy. And you have the killer support group it's, to keep doing this shit. Killer, yeah, ex- exactly. And the killer, like the the support. Not only that, I actually I feel like all my bosses, most my bosses that I've worked for, influenced me. Like I learned a lot from them. Like almost all of them have like a badass work ethic, you know. And they taught me like a bunch of shit, you know. And especially one of those, like, in my head, it's like, you have to be a leader, not a boss, you know? And it, it's, it's a big difference. You have to get dirty, you know? There's some places where I see and the, the person, the manager's just walking around when everybody's running around with their head chopped off. It's like, bro, get a fucking rag mm. and wipe off, like, the tables. Go ring somebody up. Do something, you know? And that's one of the things It's like, I, for me, it's like, we're all going to go down and we're all going to fight together, you know? And that's something that like, I learned from all of like the people that I worked for, you know, it's like the work ethic, everything. It's, it's, I'm very grateful for the people who've like crossed, I've crossed paths with, you know, I've learned a lot from a lot of people and I'm always going to be grateful. You know, um, one of the big influences for me was, um, my, I used to work at Eminem Patisserie. It's in La Mesa. They specialize. I mean, I worked for them. I was like going on and off with Stanley's and 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 them. But we used to, it's, it's a wholesale bakery. We did pastries for uh, like La Jolla Beach and Tennis, the Marine Room, like any fancy restaurant in San Diego. We basically made the desserts for them. Um and that's where you cut your teeth. That's yeah. that's where you learn. And that's- he taught me everything. He was just on my ass, like how to like frost the cake properly, how to just like. Hey, wait, that's hard, bro. I've tried to do that. I fucking give up. You know, now it's like very easy, no, like, it's see, easy it's like- for me, but it's just like, yeah, like he was on my ass about that shit. But and I mean, unfortunately, he passed away last year, which it, it sucks. But I mean, I I was forever grateful for him because he just taught me how to like fucking hustle, dude, like just for everything with the pastries and stuff. But he also t- taught me, he's like, you know, it's just fucking dessert. It's just cake. It's just cake. But again, it's like, your name is on all that shit. So. Yeah, it's like they tell you, don't take don't it like, so serious. Don't take, take everything serious. so serious. But hey, guess what, bro? Your name's going to be on there exactly. when it hits the market. <laughs> but it was one of those things like, you want your name on that because you fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Blood, sweat, and tears. Tears. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things. It's like, I stress myself out because I fucking love it. <laughs> so, and, and, and still gonna passion and on. purpose. Como dice el compita chicle, bro. Passion and purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me your funnest cake to ever make. The most fun and adventurous cake that you've created. The most fun and adventurous. Because I've seen these shows, man. It is crazy. You give somebody I, a theme and it's like Beetlejuice and then they come up and it's like, oh my God. For competition wise, like on television, it would probably probably be the gingerbread show the first episode it was like this holiday like they called it a canine christmas that was a theme we had to make a gingerbread piece involving christmas and dogs i think that was like the funnest for a competition non-competition i got called almost immediately after i did next great baker in 2014 to go to Long Beach and replicate the Queen Mary ship. The Queen Mary? Mary's birthday. <laughs> but it was a 15-foot replica in cake. 
That seems like it's ridiculously huge. It was insane. They called me two weeks before the event. I'm like running around crying because I'm like, is this even going to happen? Because this was like a really hot summer. And I was just like, shit. But it happened. I mean, sleepless nights, but it was a really, really cool. You took pictures or what? Yeah. You got to send me some of those. I want to see that. I want (laughs) to. It was crazy because we had to take it in two pieces. We had to like rent a refrigerated truck. They had to crane it into the ship. (laughs) It was fucking crazy. And then we had to do the finishing touches. So we started doing the finishing touches on the ship at like 5 p.m. We didn't finish till like 5 a.m. And I'm like, all right, because they gave us a room. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. And then the PR lady's like, well, just take an hour nap because you have to like talk to the people from the media. And I'm like, shit. Aliviánate. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, thankfully we were like sleeping next door to like the haunted room. So I'm like, yeah. I was going to say, cause yeah, it's notorious for being a haunted ship, it's correct? A haunted ship. And one of the cool parts too, is like we were working on it and it was probably like 1 a.m. And the security guy like was like sauce. Like he's like, oh, these kids need a break because I brought a friend to go and like help me out. And he's like, hey, you guys want to go to like the haunted pool? What the fuck? And we're like, yeah. yes. <laughs> so yeah, he took us. It was like 1 a.m. We went into like that pool and it's like, I don't know, I guess like someone drowned there and they just decided to like close it down, but they never fixed it up. So everything- They left like, it as is? Yeah. Like a time all, capsule? Exactly. Everything's original, like the tiles chipping everywhere. And then he's like, oh, you guys can walk all the way to the changing room. But the thing is that they don't put any lights or anything. So it's like, all right, let's go. Yeah, it was pretty- How was that? It was scary. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I was like half asleep. <laughs> so I was just like, all right, cool. You were seeing shit already. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know. Like, is that child right there in my dreams or is it a ghost? I don't know. I don't really don't care. People and their orders. You know, I, I, I've, I've been around people and, and some of the orders they put in for, for cakes, for their kids' birthday parties. It's extreme now. A lot of people, they want the grand stuff. What's the most extreme shit you've seen, man? <sighs> man. And have you ever had to turn something down? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I mean, it, even then, it's just like you look at it and you're just like, nope. Or even they'll they'll want something extreme and it's like, oh, it's for like tomorrow. It's like, Ooh, I will. Yeah, so I'm like, that's not going to happen. But uh, extreme cakes, I mean, I honestly can't even tell you that they're extreme anymore because it's just the norm now. Yeah. You know? I get, I get it. I mean, I've, I like last month I did a, Charizard cake for like a fourth birthday. In serio? Literally Charizard standing, you know? And it's it's just so common now how people, I mean, it's cool. You can blame the TV reality shows for that. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah, exactly. It's like, they want these extreme cakes and it's like, they order it sometimes at a short notice. And it's like, well, I mean, we need a two week notice. And it's like, well, on TV, you were able to make it in four hours. Like, Mm -hmm. why can't you just take the order? Now it's like, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. You know, they kind of, uh, they try to strong arm you. TV secret. Okay. I'm going to do breaking news. Go ahead. They let you know the theme ahead of time. Mm. You know, I'm probably going to get it. Like, Cause gonna, I used to think these people were creative. It's like, especially like on those Gordon Ramsay shows where like, you got to do this. You gotta do this. Oh, I mean, and okay. then you're like, Oh fuck, how am I going to do this? But okay. so you're telling me that they already know what they're going to do. Of course you have to be creative, but I mean, let's be real. I mean, you have to be an architect. Mm-hmm. You have to like understand certain recipes. You have to practice. You you're you're playing with different mediums. I mean, sometimes a cake decorator that's going to compete, they're going to play with pulled sugar. 
I mean, they need to practice because you're talking about sugar at 320 degrees. You know, you need to like understand the concept. Uh, yeah, exactly. You have to understand the concept. So when you're given the theme, it's like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to whip a three foot Star Wars cake out of my ass right now with like right away. You know, I am as cake decorators, we need a design. We need to get everything ahead of schedule. So that's the little secret. But a lot of people, they think it's like, oh, well, you can't make that right now. It's like, no. I so can't. it's no longer extravagant just to be a fucking top notch baker. Oh, I make some badass cakes. It's the best cakes ever. Yeah. yeah, but how do you decorate it? Exactly. In serio, bro. Yeah. Oh and I mean, and like I said, the sh the shows are to blame in a sense. Double bladed. Yeah. yeah. Dual, yeah. Dual, dual bladed bladed show. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just, that's what's expected now. I mean, for me, it's like, I'll eat a sheet cake any day. You yeah. know, I'm happy. But nowadays people, they want the extreme, which is great. But it's just also, they need to understand it takes time. I mean, you know. We're not going to have somebody like you, like whip me up this flavored beer. Like Kevin, I need you to do this. Exactly. Así exactly. Así <laughs> we have to test. We have to recipe <laughs> and develop. We have to do this. We have to do that. So that's one of the things. It's just like uh, the only show that I know that they, well, well I'm, that I'm aware of that I've been involved in was uh chopped where they literally, they literally give that. When they open the basket, boom, that's what you get. That's what they get, they got. They had no idea from the beginning. Have you ever seen somebody like break down, have a meltdown during these things or? Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. I mean. Lagrimas y todo el pelo. And that's one of the things. I mean, I because I remember I broke down when I did a uh, cake wars. Because um, actually I even dragged my sister-in-law to be my assistant because nobody else wanted to do it. She's like, I'll do it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go. Did she have an idea what goes what is involved with it at that point? or was Yeah, she, they, okay. they, they told us ahead of time. But one of the things that I had to like that I learned that actually helped me in the future competitions was just don't think about winning, you know? Cause I broke down because I'm like, Oh, I lost. This sucks. And blah, blah, blah. Something like I kind of like broke down, you know? But, um, it was one of those things where it's like, you have a moment to be on national television and present your best work. Focus on that. And I didn't even want to do the gingerbread show. I mean, I told my friend Karen, it's like, this is going to be overlapping my nephew's birthday, my sister's birthday. Like, I want to be with family. I'm a family person. And I was just like, I was trying to like, just like, be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to go. So I called him. I'm like, hey, thanks, but no thanks. But then the producer, uh, she, uh, the showrunner, she's like, hey, you kind of signed a contract. Like, just, in serio? Yeah. So she's- well, Being Godfather. Well, at first she was like being like, you know, come on. Like, I saw your sketches. Like, you really good. Like, and I'm like, no, nah, no thanks. And then uh, she's like, you know what? I'm just going to have to pull that card. It's like, you signed the contract though. And it's like, fuck. All right. So then I told, because it was, all, it was almost like tournament style. Yeah. The winner of that competition goes to the finale. So I told my friend Karen, I was just like, hey, Let's just go. Let's have some fucking fun. Let's win this shit. Not even win. No, I didn't even <laughs> want to win it. I'm like, let's just go. We're probably going to get our ass kicked, but we're going to have a blast. And then we can go home because I can go to my nephew's birthday and all that stuff. Because it, I just didn't want to be, if we won that, we would have stayed in LA to do the one, the other one. Because I mean, they crank the shows with it. They crank seasons within two weeks. 
So everything's put together. Holy like, shit. Quick. It's like nobody leaves anywhere, you know? So she's like, all right, let's go. We go. We have the time of our lives. Sure enough, we fucking won. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro. You know? <laughs> but thankfully, there was dark days that actually fell where I can come home. Visit the nephew for his Visit birthday. The Visit the sister. So then yeah. I'm like, all right, let's go back to the hotel. So like she's driving me and I'm like passed out because we're literally driving after the party. Like this she, is hard work. Huh? Yeah, it was crazy. And then all of a sudden it, I was like, all right, we're in the finale. Let's do the same fucking mentality. Let's just have fun. Let's just give him a badass piece. Sure enough, we won the fucking finale. And- $25,000 later, there's the bakery, you know, oh. but it's crazy because it was just like one of the things was like, you can't have the mentality of wanting to win or see again, you're, I, if you want to fail, you're comparing yourself to your other competitors, their progress, this, that, and then that's how you stay in your lane, wow. do your thing. And I saw that so many times with competitors, like they're just crying and it's like, focus on you. Focus on you. And I told some of them too. It's like, you're going to be on Netflix. Forever. Forever. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. With, 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 let's say, Food Network or any other network, maybe once in a blue moon, they'll- You got to really search for it and find exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. But on Netflix, like, your face is going to be planted the whole fucking time. I, somebody's sick. Somebody's bored. Somebody wants to Netflix and chill. They're going to be playing your episode, you know? So it's like- you're in the moment. Don't think about winning. How do you like that? Think, huh? How do you like that aspect of it? What? You're going to be, this. yeah, you're going to be on Netflix and people can see you and. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you get a lot of people that come up to you and be like, you hey, know, wait a second. I know you. I do. And then it's sometimes it's, it's crazy when you get somebody from like overseas and you're like, oh shit. You guys have Netflix over there? <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody's sliding my DMs from like. Ukraine and stuff. <laughs> bro. Damn, I don't doubt it. That's it's, it's crazy. It's it really is crazy. You're a network star. And then and then you still get and of course you get your equal amount of hate, which is like how do you deal with the hate? Like, I mean Do you take it personal? Do you do, do you, you know what? At the beginning it was really weird. It was just like, you know, it it, it lingers in your head like this person that doesn't even know me, just like but afterwards, I mean, even like now, it's, it's like just Eh, like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for your insight. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you don't know me. I don't know you. I don't care. Like, that's cool. Like, think what you want. Like, there were some people that just, like, threw some mean ass shit. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm so glad you got eliminated because blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right. Thanks, thanks bud. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm glad that you're thinking of me. Oh. You know? But it, it, but now I, I worry more about what my... I don't want my family to witness that, you know, I'm okay with it, but it's just, yeah, like, you're thick skin now. You, you've exactly. been in the limelight for, you but know, many saying, shows. Yeah. And then other, like, it's just like, Oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's fine guys. Like it's fine. We're not for everybody exactly. and we shouldn't be. Yeah. It's a, it's a okay. You know, but it's just like, for me, it's more like, I just don't want my mom or my dad, because I don't want them to feel bad. Yeah. You know, what did they say about my cafe? Oh, yeah, amigo. No, 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 no. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> oh, they've never said anything bad about that coffee. Hell, but, I didn't know you did that, man. Now I'm gonna have to call. A lot of there. people, a, a lot of people, and it's funny because at the beginning, I was like, "All right, we're gonna do it seasonal." Because it's like, it's my mom, I'm not gonna fucking make her 
come every morning to make cafe de olla. Little did you know that's what she looks forward to exactly. every day, every morning. Yes. And you know what? I'd rather have Mama Bear be there with me. She's not at home by herself. Who better person to be in your corner, bro? Exactly. And you know what? She's a beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can, like, there was one moment where it was just her and I in the kitchen. And I'm like, we're like, all right, it's just us two. Like, let's do this. And I mean, between us, within two hours, we got everything ready for the morning rush. What does that consist of every morning when you get in? What time do you get in? What does it consist of? Every morning consists of, I wake up at 2 a.m., Again, I question why I'm even awake at that time. <laughs> I drive. It's like a, I mean, 2 a.m. There's no traffic. So it's like a 10 minute drive from home here. Wake up in the morning, turn on the ovens, turn on the pilot of the stove, turn on the proofer. And then it's just like weighing out the recipes for the cinnamon rolls, getting all the Danish doughs, putting them in the proofer. Because that's one of the things too, that it takes a while for the dough to rise. So it, that's one of the more important things. Uh, figure out what we need to make, uh, what we need to do, all that stuff. And then that's when everybody else starts rolling in. You know, my mom gets her at 5 a.m. My cousin gets her at 5 a.m. Uh, my other cake decorator gets her at 6. My other uh, pastry assistant gets her at 6. And it's just like fucking squad, bro. Let's get shit done. I mean, for me, it's like I, I work way better in the mornings. They all do, too. So it's just like, let's just get the fucking morning rush. Let's get prepped for for next week. Let's do all the custom cakes and let's go. So in addition to custom cakes, you got daily pastries and cakes that you got to get done. Yeah. Well, I mean, the bigger picture was the custom cakes. I mean, this is the reason why all of this has happened, you know, and I actually need to be a little bit better in advertising that. I mean, we we do get a lot of orders, but it's just like I sometimes get so lost in like the case. I mean, the case is the first thing people see. So that, oh, so that evolved yeah. into one of the well, the priority, but it's, well, the custom cake. So it's like, now I'm like trying to juggle both of them. But, um, but it's a lot because it's like, I, your mind is thinking about everything. It's like getting the case, the dry case for the morning filled, getting the cake case filled, getting <laughs> Every the fucking day, orders <laughs> done, seeing people are calling that they need a last minute cake. Mm-hmm. So getting that done and then thinking about like doing the pop-ups and then seeing is like, I'm going to, but one of the things that I'm very, very strict about is that 13 hours is my fucking max. You know, after that, I forced up myself. And it's like, I'm going home. Wait, 13 hours is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> I would hope you had 13 hours in your fucking max. I mean, well, in the beginning, like me at home in like my little cake studio, I mean, I was waking up at five. And I wasn't going to bed till like midnight. Pero estás en la casa. I'm at home, but yeah. I'm like there, like secluded, working on my own, uh-huh. you know? And that was like the deadline. And yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm here and I'm like, God, I want to just be home, you know? Like, but, but yeah, it was just like, now I have to be a lot more strict because, you know, I'm getting older. And sometimes at the very beginning, I was actually did a little bit more hours and it's like, I was like fucking up recipes, you know, like there was one point where like, I probably fucked up like a 20 batch chocolate cake recipe that would have made like 30 cakes. Mm. Yeah. That was, what does that deal? What, 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 what happens when you do something oh, like that? Well, it was like, I was just like, you know what? I'm going home. Yeah. 
I'll wake up in the morning and I'll do it again. We'll tackle it again. Sure enough, woke up in the morning, they came out perfect. Yeah. So that's one of the things which is like, I, I'm not going to do anything more. And, you know, sometimes it's frustrating because the demand is great. I'm grateful for that. But for me, it irritates me to see the case empty. You know, it's not a good look, especially it's like maybe that one moment where like there's hardly anything there that person's entering for the first time at the bakery and they're like, this is all they have. I don't like their selection. Exactly. They never have anything. Exactly. But for me too, it's just like, it's not a pretty full case. But mm. then again, it's like, I can't pull an all nighter to fill that case because then it's always going to be expected. I mean, it'd be nice, but it's not going to happen right now. You know, I mean, I do have a great team, but they're limited legally. <laughs> you know, thirteen hours is your rule. You know, <laughs> it's just for you. They have to go home after eight. You know, Jeez, bust. so it's one of those things where it's like we're gonna do our best. Like you said, we're gonna do our best. If the red velvet cake that the that person didn't want today isn't out there, it'll be there tomorrow. It'll be there tomorrow. No worries. It'll be fine. Yeah. You know, and they'll know that it'll be there. They'll they can they'll come back. And it's like I'm sorry, you were craving it. Today, it's just not going to happen. And just imagine how much you're going to crave it tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 and it's, it's, and I'm starting to learn to let go. Like I said, it's still in the back of my head. It's like, oh, the case isn't always full. Mm-hmm. But it's just like mental health is also important. <laughs> more than ever. Ex- yeah. Now more than ever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and it's, it's not exactly like more than ever. Even for me, like now it's just like, Stay focused, you know, and just relax. A lot of us stay focused because when we're not focused, that's when all the issues surface. Yeah. You know, so I mean, as a business owner, I know how busy I keep myself. Yeah. You know, as a business owner, you know how keep how busy you keep yourself. And and, and we do it for different reasons, you know, and then sometimes that low time, that that the lull in, in the flow of things is, oh no, that's when things start coming in my head. I, I, I don't suffer from something as drastic, but I do let these negative thoughts get in my head. It's like, oh, I'm messing up here. I'm messing up there. I better do this. This It's not a pretty thing. It's not know? a pretty thing. That's why I keep, I keep going. I keep busy. I got a lot of little mouths to feed. Yeah. I got three little boys. I got my wifey. We have a lot of things that we have to do. And it's like, okay, that keeps me going. That keeps me motivated. But it's like when you slow down and kind of take a step back and it's like, I feel like everything just kind of comes down. It's a curse and a blessing yeah. at the same time. because there's a reason It's a motivator. It's, it's, yeah, there's a reason why you're here. Yep. There's a reason why I'm here. Yep. It's because it's like, we just don't like that feeling. So it's just, get it done. Tell yeah. me about this custom cakes and how we can order them. Oh, so the custom cakes. Now, I mean, of course, before people used to just always like email or mm. send me DMs and all that, or text and all this stuff. But now it's a lot easier for us to go um, through the website. So, you know, there's like a little inquiry section, you fill out the form and there's, I mean, there's so many things for you to fill out because it makes it easier because my niece is actually the one that's more that will quote you that will talk to you and all that stuff. I mean, I'm in the kitchen. I'm running around with my head chopped off as much as I want. To but I want to talk to Jose. I want to, I'm sure you get that and, all the time. And it'll happen if like they do like the whole tasting and all that stuff. But then that's a whole nother thing that you could fill out in the form. And it's just one of the things if they want the custom cake. They can even submit a picture if they already know what they want. And if they want to do a consultation, yeah, we do charge for the consultation, but it's a sit down for like a half an hour, 45 minutes. I'm not, I don't remember what it is. And we design something. It, we talk to you about it. I mean, as much as I want to do it, my time is now 100% in the bakery 
with the team. And it's like, yeah, I'll go out and say hi, but it's like, I just can't invest so much time as much as I want to. Yeah. And people I want can't. that. People want to see that. Exactly. They want to say, and this, yeah. I mean, if you go and say hi and you ask the front of the house, yeah, I'll go run and I'll say hi really quick. But, um, but for the most part, for like inquiries and stuff like that, it all has to go through online. It also helps us with like seeing the conversation. A lot of people's like, well, I'd rather talk over the phone, but it's just like, unfortunately, it's not important. documented. It's not documented. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted this. Uh, yeah. No, you didn't. You asked for that. Yeah. And, it's not, <laughs> and maybe it's not even like, it's not even for to correct like the customers too. Sometimes for me, like we have to see and make sure that we do exactly yep. what the person wants. They paid for it, so they yeah. get it. You know, and. So yeah, so everything's online. They inquire um, for, we do have like the ready to go cakes. Um, if we manage to like make a certain amount for the day, people can call and be like, hey, is this cake? Do you guys have like any cakes available? And they're usually, they're just either six inch or nine inch. And it's like, it's ready to go. You know, those you can't tweak. They can't be like, oh, can you put a little monitos? Like, no, because that kind of falls into like the custom cakes. Mm. So you have to inquire. You gotta be that. pretty strict about those. We have, yeah, yeah, it's I been assume, really yep. hard. Even like with some people, it's just like these are ready to go cakes. They're based on a strict design. It's like, oh, well, can't you do the buttercream blue or can't you do like this? It's like, you know what? Since we already identify it by the specific design, it's like even the slightest color change will, can confuse us that we might be giving you like a red velvet cake mm. when you wanted a vanilla cake, you know? So it's just, we have to be really, really strict about that. And I mean, thankfully, people are okay with it, you know, because it, 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 as much as people think, well, it's just a color, we're doing so many other things. That it's just <laughs> Even like with the pop-ups, I used to get some people, I mean, they knew where I live. It's like, can you just set it aside and I'll pick it up at your house? It's like, honestly, after this conversation, I'm going to forget that we even talked about yeah. it. So it's not going to happen. You're going to have to come to the avenue and pick it up, like at the brewery or whatever. Yeah. And Hey, no nos metas a nosotros, bro. What's going on? Don't get us involved. Hey, I'm, <laughs> hey, I have to throw it you know? Hey, but I'm bringing the business. I'm bringing the business. Um, but yeah, it's it. It got a lot easier to say no. We have to say no. You have to say no, and that's it's not because oh no, because I don't like no. It. It's just no because it's you can't. I can't. Out of time, and it's risking messing up your order or, mm -hmm. and all your you're compromising stuff. other projects, yeah. quality of projects. It, 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 it'll become a domino effect, you know? And it, so it learning how to say no was really hard, bro. We're learning the same things at the same time, but it got easier, yeah. you know, because it, it's, there's reasons why I'm saying no, I'm not saying okay, no because no. I don't want to, I'm saying no because there is reasons why I have to say no. Hours of the bakery. Hours of the bakery. So, where are you located? What is the name? What is everything? Give us all. So the business is called Mm Cakes. Mm we are Cakes. located in 310 Third Avenue, Suite C4, C7. I don't even know what one. We're just in the corner of a- You'll see us. Yeah, third and F. <laughs> We're actually next to the up and coming Dark Horse. Yamero? Mm. I don't even know. I know. <laughs> I was talking, I had the El Compita Ron. He owns Grindhouse. Yeah. And I was, hey, what's up? When are they opening? I don't know, bro. Don't know. <laughs> That's like the big secret. Nobody knows when they're going to open. The, the cheese mist for, for uh, off the record here. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll bring you in in a couple weeks for Metiche Monday. And oh, then we'll, we'll break man. you down there, bro. <laughs> I mean, I have tea, but I have I can't spill it. You know? Well, know, dog. Oh, dang, I know. That's the thing. It's like. Have another sip. Shit, <laughs> right? Oh. Shit, shit falls. It just falls on my lap. 
I'm one of those people. It's like, I bro, you work I, on the block. <laughs> it happens with, with anything. It's like, I'll find out mm. without even fucking trying. It's just going to fall. Like it'll just fall. But anyways, Hey, this beer is strong. Yeah, this beer is a truth serum. Look at you. Take another sip. There, Jose. Take another sip. This is a good one. Emo Brown, the barrel-aged Emo Brown. Look at that. It's delicious. Well, thank you. Thank you. I love it. Um, Yeah, corner of 3rd and F. uh, Cakes. We still need to work on our signage. We need to get a sign. So we have like this cool little banner with our logo. And people still line up down the block already. I love it. Come and say hi. I mean- we, one of the good things that we're also really proud of is that we have great customer service. Mm. The girls in the front of the house are really, really awesome. They're really friendly. I mean, it's, it, they are M cakes, bro. They are. They are. Yeah. When you go to a bank, the teller is Bank of America. Exactly. When you go to yeah. the brewery, the person serving you the beer is Three Punk Ales. Yeah. When you go to M cakes, the young ladies men behind the, the the register right there serving you your your pastries or whatever it is you're looking Parker for. Beauties. <laughs> they are the ones yeah. who are the brand. Yeah. No. Yeah. And they, very welcoming. We are a dark friendly bakery, so you can bring your pups in. Um, store hours. So Sunday and Mondays were closed. Uh, Sundays were closed because we just need a day to breathe. Like I just need a day to. That breathe. is a very popular trend these days. I see a lot of businesses now that are closing on Sundays. What you think? Oh man, that's a busy day. But you know what? It's like got mental health day. Yeah. One of our favorite little taco shops, Bro Lolitas, they're closed on Sundays. Yeah. You know, like they decided to just kind of, you know what? We want our our staff to go home and 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 recharge and exactly. be with their families and come yeah. back and start the week off fresh. Exactly. It's just like yeah, exactly the same way that you wanted to come to the bakery with your family. I want to go somewhere with my family. So it, or I just even want to just veg out and watch Netflix or Golden Girl. You know? <laughs> I just want to. You know, I have I I want to be hungover too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be hungover. Um, and so Mondays were also closed. The only reason why we're closed on Mondays. Is because we're actually working, catching up for the rest of the week. You know, uh, as much as we want to be open Mondays, it's just really hard because I want I want the team to start off entering work later, not right away like five a.m. Boom, like let's get you done. So like, Monday's a good day for you guys to prep for the week. You guys exactly. get whatever needed for the case, whatever's yeah. needed for customs. You guys gonna get a nice yeah, jump on it. Exactly. Like, Domingo, nada. Don't even come to the block. I don't even exist. on that side of the street. Yeah. Come to the block here on three, uh, three punk gals. Yeah, yeah, come come on Sundays. 100%. Sundays are awesome. But don't even show up to the bakery on Sundays because ain't nobody going to be there. Exactly. So then Tuesday through Thursdays were 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And I didn't know you were open that late. Yeah. All right, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah, we're, we want to be open later down the road once we get the beer and wine mm-hmm. license. That's still the plan. Um, it does take a while. So right now we're still really? hanging. <laughs> yeah, right? Most people know. <laughs> And then Fridays were seven to five, and then Saturdays were eight to five. Okay. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because I mean, we want people to come in. We want people to enjoy. I mean, you get off of work, you can come have your slice of cake. There is plans to be open later down the road. Right now, it's just, you know. Cafecito, pastelito, unas chelitas, todo el show. Yeah, I want to do like, um, like champagne and cake flights. Soon? How soon? Hopefully, when we get the license. Oh, man. Who do we know at ABC that can make that shit happen? Right? right? Hit us up. (laughs) Slide into his DMs. Slide into my DMs. (laughs) But um, 
for the most, I think at the end of the month going into Valentine's day, I do want to do like the cake flights. Um, I got it. I have to, that is such an awesome fucking idea, man. I can't take credit. For no, it. I, I, we've no. seen them before. Yeah. So whoever came up with cake flights, no, yeah. miss, bro. The one who brought the idea, it, it was um, a friend. Uh, well, I can, I hope I can call her a friend. I look up to her. She's awesome. Claudette Zapita, mm. really amazing chef. Uh, we follow each other on social media, and then uh, somebody po- I reposted a post of a cake tasting and she's like, oh, that'd be sick. She's like, I would love to do a cake flight. And I'm like, the hell are you talking about, bro? And then she's like, a cake flight, you know, for people. I mean, not make it just exclusive for people that want a wedding tasting. Just like, and I'm like, Genius. just put it on the menu. You know? Yeah. But it's just, that's a lot of cake slices, you know? Yeah. So it's like, maybe just do it like for like a certain day of the week. The planning for this must be ridiculous, man. It's always ridiculous, yeah. you know? And even just like, for certain things, like for like the cheesecakes, like I started doing the cheesecakes. It's like, fuck, I need to make more cheesecakes. You have to buy a completely different pan for those. You know, you, there's so many different tools that you have to buy. And it's like- You have to be proficient in all of them. You have to speak all those languages. Exactly. And for a bakery, we have to own more than 10, you know? So it's just like, I have like 30 cheesecake pans. I have- 49-inch pans for the ready-to-go cakes. You know, it's it's a lot of stuff. It sounds overwhelming. <laughs> it sounds very overwhelming. Yeah. I, hear, I see your face as you're telling it's this quiet. story. I'm like, is the way? Well, right now, like, even like, right like, now, ah! like the, the team's working. I'm just like checking on my baby. Something. Like, you guys okay? Like, hey, wait, <laughs> right? Oh, my God. The, the first time I let go, like I, I went to go do a segment out at Fox 5. And I'm like, are you guys going to be okay? Are you guys going to be okay? If you guys need anything, just text me. Blah, blah, blah. Like if, and like while I'm driving, like five minutes later, like I get like three different call, phone calls. Like, where's this? Where's that? I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is why I can't do nice things. Yeah, guys. yeah. Right? But yo, this but, is why I have letting go issues. <laughs> this is why I'm like, damn it. But no, they're great. Let's but, end uh, it with something nice. Something, something, some teamwork. Some, some, some collab information. Yes, we are linking up together again. Our annual event now, because yes. since it's the second year, we can say it's our annual release. Yeah. Of what? We are doing our Golden Girl Day, and you are releasing the cheese, the strawberry cheesecake seltzer. We just linked up with my my my, my partner and my brewer Kevin, and he confirmed that you know he has the strawberry seltzer already in place. Yes. We're just waiting for the uh, cheesecake component. Yes. In order to blend it, make it whole, yes. can it? We will be doing four packs this time around. Yes. The first the first year we did it, we had crawlers, which worked excellent. Everything was awesome. We have Chicle working on, on, on a design and it's going to make it all BPD's nice. And in four packs in White. honor of Betty White. Yes. And what kind of pastries can we expect? You know what? I'm bringing back the Golden Girl desserts. You know, a lot of people were asking about it. And that it thing like, went so fast. It, it was, was ridiculous, crazy, bro. And that was my first pop-up. Was it really? Yeah, well, I mean, it was just like the beginning of the pandemic. I'm like, mm. everybody canceled their wedding cakes. Everybody canceled their custom cakes. Scrabble mode. Figure I, something it, out. It was either that or, you know, work the corner. Hey, there's, when there's money to need it and there's money to be made, exactly. te levantas el pantalón. Vámonos. Only OnlyFans was open then, you know? But no, I'm kidding. Um, no, you're not. Oh. Look at <laughs> No, no, not it's at all. A, you bring up a valid, an interesting point, rather. The, the OnlyFans craze, bro. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy because I have customers that come in and then like, and, and they're like, oh, I have an OnlyFans. I'm like, what? Like, everybody has an OnlyFans. 
everyone and i was telling a friend like you should just make flan and just call it only flans and then just see what happens you know well, just- you know one of the good ideas was, it was just like me just doing a nice video tutorial of like making a pastry like literally like every- wait so you mean only fans isn't just for like sexual content bro well, no, it isn't. But I didn't know I, that I, until I, like I a few it, months ago. I was like, yeah. oh, so there's a whole like tutorial it's, section on how to play a guitar. It's the original the accordion. Like, it's the original Patreon. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like me just making this beautiful dessert and then I put it in the floor. Bam. Boom. Foot finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice cake. Is it pie? <laughs> yeah. Bring the foot. Only foot. Like somebody's like toes just like, just like <laughs> scratching the dessert. I'm telling you, dude, ADD is there's crazy, man. For, and there's a market for everything, for bro. There's if it's one thing I've seen is like there's a market for everything. everything. Golden Girl cake specifically. Last year you did it. These things sold out so fast. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. I mean, it 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 was extreme. I mean, you guys sold out. Yeah, we sold out fast. We sold out really quick. Well, we made, we made, um, fuck, let me remember. I think we made two kegs. Yeah. Two kegs of it. And before we knew it, I was here working the first part, just kind of get everything set up, 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 taking pictures of people coming. I was like, who are these Golden Girl fans? Yeah. All sizes, shapes, colors, men, people women. Oh, like it, it turns people out Betty it. White and her cast of characters they, go across right. the spectrum. Oh, 100%. Everyone's a fan. And if you haven't watched, just watch an episode. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. I mean, it's really freaking funny. The original date was going to be January. Well, we were going to do it for, we're still doing it because her birthday is on January 17th. Okay. But it makes more sense for us to have it on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be her 100th birthday. So we're going to do, we're going to celebrate her. Isn't that crazy? It's that same day that we talked about this last week. Like, really? see, we, we were sitting down, we we're chatting. Oh, you know, and I want to do the Betty White and I want to make it on a can. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll get it done. It was blah, blah, blah. the next day. The next died. morning. And I told my wife, I was like, oh, shit. I better reach out to Jose to if we're going to still do that. But then it was like, it's oh, a golden girl. Yeah. It has next- to happen. Heck know? yeah, bro. I mean, the show's phenomenal. The following is just unreal. And it's just like, people are talking about it. Like if it's, if it's an ongoing show, you know? And it's great. And I mean, we're going to bring back the desserts. We're going to have like the four pack of the cheesecakes. We're bringing back Sophia's purse and cake. We're doing like the other cake, which is a strawberry and actually cheesecake, which will pair very nice with the seltzer. And we're going to do the sugar cookies. We're not going to do pre-order this time. Okay. You know? So how do people get their hands on these goods? Uh, so, I mean, I'm saying four to eight for us. And just come in, make a line, get all your pastries. Walk on over to Three Punks, get yourself your seltzer, your four pack, or and just you're gonna work for your beers. You're gonna work for your pastries. Yeah, and it's like you know we're only two blocks away from each other. It'll be all right. It's It's not quadra. Yeah, Yeah. we're we're only one block away from each other. It'll be all right. Yeah, because I walked here without wheezing. (laughs) But um, but yeah, it's just or bring your friends. One of you make line. At one uh, spot. Yeah, and then make line on the other spot. Hey, don't be giving people no secret tips, and insider that's how, tips. That's how it works, dude. Like, you have to, you know? Because when these beers are gone, they're gone. We're going to make a limited amount of them. We're probably yeah. going to make, like, again, like three kegs, four kegs worth of four packs, which yields, I don't know, my math would tell me for again, like 12 cases. Yeah. You know, 12 cases, and there's six four packs in each one. You better get down here. That's like yeah. 72 four packs, you know? And I'm, I'm confident saying that'll sell out. Because we sold out crawlers last time. We were fucking filling, pre-filling crawlers. You guys you sold know? out like in like 30 minutes. Fue rápido, el pedo yeah. fue rápido. Because people would come in and we don't do limits. You know, like, oh, maybe I need to impose some limits this time around. We're like, hey, man, only two 
four packs per purchase or per person or whatever. Yeah. Because last time people were like, oh, I'll take six. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. There was no rules told to us. So we'll just go ahead and exactly. make them and fill them as they come. And they were gone lickety split, bro. Hey, what a blessing, man. It was awesome. And you have taken that idea and spread the wealth around, bro. Yeah. Barsi nombre got a taste. They were busy. Yeah. Chula Vista Brewery. Chula Vista Brewery had Beetlejuice. That was cool. That was cool. So, I mean, it's like you are legitimately you know, I a love pillar the, of this community. I love the community. I love Third Avenue. And it's like, you know what? Like, we wanted, like, we really want everybody to just get together. And it's like, you know, let's work together. You yeah. Know? All yeah. the business, like, we're all in it together. And it's like. We're representing the whole strip, man. Yeah. We have to like impress everybody. Mm. And you brought that up earlier. There's a lot of eyes on us. A lot of eyes on us. And it, I tell people that all the time, but I don't think it it, it it resonates. But when it comes to somebody like you, somebody like your stature that already has like a lot of accolades, you know, preceding them before you even open the business, yeah. there's a lot of eyes on us. Tell us a little bit about that and how much pressure is applied to us. Oh, geez. I mean, well, for starters, I'm proud of us. Mm. I mean, I think that, like all the businesses here are like badass. I mean, I've been to like all of them, you know, and it is, I mean, honestly, like a majority of the, like the news segments and stuff like that. A lot of people, they just use footage of third Avenue. Yeah. Like a lot of it. And then with everything that's happening here, Chula Vista, with like I've seen myself walk in front of the brewery in five different news broadcasts. I'm like, yeah. Oh man, that's the same shot from like the, like there's recycle and exactly. reuse. <laughs> but it's because it's just like one of the most it's booming, you yeah. know, it, I mean, I'm not knocking down North Park, but it's like, we're not hearing that much about like what's happening there. We're not hearing much about like others. Bro, when we open, they were like, you guys are the new North Park. How does yeah. it feel to be the new 30th street? And my partner and I, Kevin, were, we were like hell bent on saying, nah, 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 we're the first third Avenue. Yeah. Like what we're doing is we're doing us like yeah. North Park. No knock on them. They're doing them. Exactly. You know, they're doing what they got to do and what works for them. Yeah. But we're going to do what works for us. Yeah. You know, because what works over there won't work here. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, too, it's like, I mean, we're all trying to be the best that we can be. And I mean, for me, I just have a blast doing like the pop ups, collaborating with you guys. I'm collaborating with all the breweries. I mean, I think that's really cool for me to say like, hey, these breweries are making exclusive flavors that pair with our stuff. You know, when I, are you guys going to make that again? It's like, nah, we don't. We just, that was, that was a one-off for them, you know? Wait. So tranquilo, wait. tranquilo. It's, it's coming. It's coming. And you know, and, and like, it's, like you said, like with like, uh, uh, Chula Vista Brewery, it, I'm connected with them for the Halloween stuff. So it's like, let's do the Halloween stuff. Um, I was doing stuff with Barcy Number during the holiday season, but we ended up doing that, that, that event. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The event that- The, that, the ugly sweater. That you spearheaded. Look wow. at you. You came out wow. You came out Look dick swinging on the block, bro. <laughs> like, calmao, Jose. It's like, no, we're doing this. Well, well, we have to. Like, you know, we have to, like, make a presence for ourselves, yeah. you know, for everybody. And it, it- There's a lot of personalities on the block, you know? This is- I only know working, having businesses in Chula Vista. Yeah. You know? And I have a business on Broadway. And let me tell you, operating a business on Broadway is a lot different than operating a business on Third Avenue. My partner owns a business on Broadway as well, the Manhattan. And I, we have the Elwood a little further down the block on, on Broadway. There are minimal eyes on us over there. Yeah. There's not a lot of attention being paid to us yeah. from media or from even city government or when it comes to like anything. Yeah. Here we have to be very careful on how we present ourselves. You know, not saying that anybody like, you know, yeah. does it in an inappropriate way. I'm just saying there's a lot of eyes. 
Yeah. So you got to make sure you put your best foot forward when we're on Third yeah. Avenue. And a lot of people already understand that. It's like, oh, you can't get away with that over there here on Third Avenue. Oh, but you can do it on Broadway. You know, you can do it. Oh, you yeah. can do it at Hellwood. You can do that. And it's like, but here it's like legitimately for yeah. better, or for worse, there are a lot of eyes on you. Yeah. And I mean, I'm telling people, just come and support. There's so many other like new places opening up. I mean, I love all of them. Like, mm. you know, it's like the Balboa, the burgers, amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I sometimes like go and have like a pizza right there at a, at a groundswell, mm-hmm. you know, it's, or I have a delicious slice of cake at cakes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but there's also like little places like my cup of tea, inner peace, Stanley's that has uh, cake supply still here, you know, still here. Um, you need a dress yes. for a prom? We got you. We got Third you. Avenue's got you. You need to fix your glasses? Mike Bailey, we'll take care of that. Exactly. You need a seamstress? We got that too. Yep. You need a singing florist? We got, we got that the singing too. florist. Got I've got an anniversary flowers mm. from the singing florist. On Sundays and Thursdays, there's another floral shop yeah. on the block where there used to be the, the farmer's market. They're there. Yeah. It's like I've become so accustomed to just being here, even just in Chula Vista as a whole. I don't leave, bro. Yeah. You know, it's like we were shooting the shit earlier about like, hey, man, I'm wifey and I are free agents right now for sushi restaurants. Nice. And you were like, hey, I get North Park. Bro, I don't leave. I don't leave the hood. Like, I'll go as far as National City, but then I'm coming right back. Well, Kulichi Town has sushi too. Does it really? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about Kulichi Town, bro. They're good or what? I actually enjoyed it. You okay. know, right now they're, 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 they're understaffed and stuff like that, which it's happening with everybody. Yeah. Like I said, but I, I don't know if you're aware there's a pandemic right now, Jose. Really? Yes. Así es el pedo. No. Así es el pedo. Really? <laughs> Dang. But I mean, it's I I loved it. I mean, they just opened last month. I'm spreading a little, even like the other bakers, like La Concha, Claudia. That's my girl. I actually used to work for her. Did you really? Yeah, she's a sweetheart. And you know what? They were working with the muds. They were working. They're working with the muds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Element. I what that means? Element design. But build. you know what? We have a, this little thing where, like, at least once every two weeks, three weeks, we'll go here and we'll have like some wine and stuff like that, and we'll just like. Event or whatever. yeah, but she gives me so much knowledge. Like she will help me out with anything that I need. That's how all of this works. Bro. This is how it works. That's how it works. I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of outside eyes. I've always asked us, you know, and like I guess this only works for us. And our example is: Do you ever feel intimidated that there are so yeah. many breweries on your block, or there's other bars, and yeah. and it's like ultimately we don't want people outside of Chula Vista coming to Third Avenue to visit Three Punk, and that's it. We want people to come down here and have a beer here. And what we do in turn is like, hey, go down to Chula Vista Brewery. They're down the block. Exactly. Have a beer there. And then Chula Vista Brewery does the same. Hey, you know what? Try the burgers next door at Balboa. You know, okay, boom. And then boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden, we turn into a destination exactly. area. Well, the first with the pop-up, when we had it here, we had people coming from like North County. Yeah. Like, we didn't even know Third Avenue existed. Mm-hmm. So then they ended up with me like, oh, we're going to walk around. And I'm like, this is why shit needs to fucking yeah. happen. And it's a double-edged sword again as well, you know, but still, you know, it's fine. With growth know. comes other issues. But yeah, with the whole intimidation thing, I'm like, I'm cool with, I mean, Claudia, I'm always cool. I mean, Dulce, lovely lady. Like, she's an incredibly sweet girl. And, you know, we're here to help each other out yeah. and give each other advice. And, like, we ha- we need to have each other's backs because if they look good, we look good too. When we're slammed, yeah. other bar owners and brewers are like, you guys are busy. We catch overflow. Yeah. You know, we, when they're done at your brewery, they come to us, Yeah, you know? So it's like when a new business opens or when there's a busy business, it's like, cool. 
There's more feet on the block now. There's you know? room for everybody. Everybody's going to eat, Jose. Exactly. Everybody's going to like, eat. I cannot, if, if, if an entire street, just a street alone came to the business, I will probably not be able to serve everybody. So it's like for a whole city, like, there's room for everybody. And we're busy every day, bro. Third yeah. Avenue is busy every day. Yeah. Monday, yeah. raining, cold. Let's go to La Bella. Let's have a song we shown. Yeah. Whatever. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter what day of the week. It's always busy. Come on down here. Yeah. Chula Vista. And it's nice because the locals, like, then you start knowing everybody's name. Yeah. 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 The, really the mayor goes down the block with their dog buying oh thing. You I know, like, she's always coming. I see she's, always, she's always getting her bear claw. There it is. What's your favorite pastry that you make? God. What do you recommend? First time comers. I'm coming in. I'm not going to see Jose because he's in the back, losing his mind, trying to get you know orders what? done. The first thing that became a, like an instant little star was like the cheese Danish, which is like a cream cheese, like a sweet cream cheese Danish. People love it. But um, honestly, like I am not knocking myself, you know, like not blowing smoke up my ass, but I mean, everything's really good. I mean, the, 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 the Danish itself, just the fact that we it we make it from scratch and it's perfect, it's flaky, and we're using it for like all across the board for like majority of our pastries. It's awesome, you know? And then like the cinnamon rolls too, like those are like nice and fluffy. A lot of people say that it's like on par with like cinnamon, which is like crazy because I love me some cinnamon. Um, but just... We try to do everything. I mean, there's a lot of people that are asking about dietary restrictions. It's really hard because you know what? I'm not educated with that yet. So I mean, we have you got to be careful when you tell. You have to people. be very careful. Yeah. I mean, we do. Is this vegan? Oh fuck! Not GMO? Oh shit! Yeah, and then that's why I tell them gluten free. Like, you know I mean, like, like I'm trying, but right now I'm focusing on yeah, the bigger picture. Yeah. Right now. And maybe down the road, maybe I can bring somebody in that has <laughs> until that the knowledge. FDA tells me how many calories are in a pint of beer, and I have to put it on there. Yeah. We ain't gonna put it on there. Just know if you're having two beers, you ain't worried about a diet. Just relax. You're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. But um but yeah, like just try it. And uh, and, and we just we want people's honest opinions. And if you don't like it, just let us know. I mean Yeah, I'm not gonna read the review, but thank you for participating. You know what? <laughs> I much rather have somebody come in front in of persona. my face and tell me, you know? Because like I said, I've tried the whole like when somebody gives their opinion online and I respond to them and it's like they don't respond back. It's like, all right, they had other intentions. That's not constructive criticism yeah. online. If I'm inviting you back to make it right and you have you leave me at scene, mm -hmm. then you're obviously trying to like put me down. Yeah. It's not gonna happen, baby boy. Who like, hired you? Yeah. Who are, who are you? Not with? even quien, hired. Quien te puso? Like I'm going. Who's this fake account? Who are you? Yeah, yeah. you know, my mom Birria. I'll be back. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, yeah, but it's a like we love input, even like when it comes to like customer service or anything like that. We really value people's opinions. I mean, maybe like, like when some people say, oh, maybe I wish you were did dark chocolate chips. I'm like, well, maybe that's going to be like, well, that kind of work. That's going to stay, you know. But for other criticism, it's like, yeah, we do take it seriously. You know, we really do because we really want to cater here to the community, you know, especially our senior citizens. You know, little do people know there's a lot of retirement. But we have bookends of senior living facilities on Third Avenue. Shit. We've got the tower and then we got the Federico, Federico Manor. Exactly. Do you remember the downtown plaza? Yes. It used to be the Balboa. Yeah. Yep. That used to be the hangouts. Yes. Once that- There was closed, a nice little deli there. The deli, oh, the deli was the a shit. Oh. 
What's a, we're missing a deli, bro. I know. How do well, we get that done? Let's make it. Let's create a deli. Who wants to open a deli? Send your DMs this way. Send your DMs. <laughs> and then I'll tell you the horrors of opening a business. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll hey, scare you. <laughs> as I reflect on what we've talked about, we've given a lot of fucking horror stories yeah. on opening a business in general. But you know what? Um, across the street, those sandwiches are pretty bomb. Qual, wait, qual? Aquí in the, 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 the um, grindhouse. Ah, okay. Ooh. Have you tried them? No, he called me out on it, bro. I, I legit just had him on on Monday. I compita Ron. Yeah. And then my, my, my buddy Caesar was on the on the Metiche Monday too. So Metiche Monday, I don't know if you've heard this before. Metiche Monday, we have people that are our friends and we just have people kind of like, yeah, like uh, the, the the listeners will send us in questions. And, and it's cool because we'll usually get like about five legit hardcore questions, you know? And um, Metiche shit, we just kind of delve into yeah. it. And, and he was telling me, he's like, bro, our sandwiches. I was like, you make sandwiches? like, yeah, full our breakfast sandwiches are the shit. And I was like, what? They're really I was like, I've never even had it. So now I got to I, I go out to try okay, it. Okay, the Cuban is mm. bomb. El Cubano. Yeah. With the I, pickle or no pickle? With the pickle. All right, then. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah, all right, you then. have to have it. I mean, I honestly, like, all their sandwiches. I haven't had a bad one, so I I can't. And it's like, people are like, oh, you should do sandwiches. I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> people the fuck no. Yeah, Yeah, bro. no, they're, I mean, they're good. I, I'd rather have people like, nah, you want a sandwich? There. Go over there. Yeah. You know? And it's like, for me, it's even like, if you want some good ass pariscos, go to Cruce. Ufa. Oh, I love that. Like, I'm, I'm telling you. Third Avenue. Leave like Third that. Avenue for now and then, fool. Jesus Christ. This is just me. Like, after work, it's like, I just need to go somewhere. Vent, bed, relax, you know? let it all out. And it's fun. And it's like, you know. Wait, yo, we built tres cuadras aquí. I live three blocks from here. So I'm, I'm always on the block, hey. man. I'm always in the neighborhood. I'm never far away. When I go home, I disappear. Yeah, I'm nah. all the way over. Yeah, I feel you. Well, like, I, I live three blocks away, but when I'm three blocks away, I'm three blocks away. Good for you. Like, everything is on shutdown. Like, yeah, wifey's like, it's movie time with the kids. I leave my phone in the bedroom. I don't even look at it. And then the movie ends and I run. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck, like 20 messages. Uh, you know? I, I got to work on that. I feel bad sometimes because sometimes like my brother, my sister-in-law, they want to talk to me like about the business. But it's like when I'm home. Please don't. There's no. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, please it don't. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's like, oh, but this is very important. Like this <laughs> literally important. And I'm just like. You know, I'm up at two. Hit me up at 2.15. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that hit me up it, It's to the point where I have like that dog that just refuses eye contact or else I'm going to growl. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but I mean. So you want to be a business owner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I love the business. Don't get me wrong. I love the business, but I also love my family yeah. and I love my privacy uh, and I love my me time. And again, there's, it goes right here with me liking to go out by myself and have dinner by myself and all this stuff. It's just, I just love my me time. And that's another very important thing. You have to fucking learn to love yourself. Like it's extremely important. And that goes with mental health too, you know? Wise words by a business owner, by a, a TV food network star behind and in front of the camera, a baker, a baker of all bakers. Dang, you want to write me? Hell yeah, bro. That's all. I'm happy you got, you came down. You, you had an opportunity yeah, to sit down I and fun. I, I, I wanted to always get to know you and your story. Yeah. You know, you, your name carries a lot of weight. You know, you, you, it didn't happen overnight. You've grinded. You've, you've been on Dang. many shows in order. You finally tasted victory. You parlayed it into the business. The business is flourishing. And now here we are. Yes. Thank you for cruising through, Jose. Thank you. I appreciate getting to know you. Come to the event. Yes. Stay tuned for the actual release and information of all the events. It's Saturday of the area of January 17th. We have the beer, the seltzers. We have the cakes. It's going to be come one, come 
first. First come, first serve. Get first it done. Serve. Gracias. Hey, felicidades en todos tus éxitos, man. Felicidades, bro. 